Welcome to Two Judgy Mums, a babyology podcast. Hen and Bex are two mums, under pressure, under-resourced, but over-opinionated, and are our two judgy mums, who love prams and buses. Oh, I hate catching buses. This is so hard with the pram. I bet Freddie better remember that I took him to this concert. It's the worst. You've got a double bunger of badness today. Public transport and a kid's concert. I know. I mean, the thing with the Wiggles, right? I always feel like I took the oldest to a Wiggles concert. It's like an evangelical church service, but (laughs) where Dorothy the dinosaur is God. And you just spend 10% of your wage on crappy merchandising (laughs) that will break before you get home. It drives me bonkers. Totally. I'd rather go to work with you. Aren't you a bit late for work today? Yeah, I'm always late. I'm yeah. constantly late. I'm always just having to say, I've just come from another meeting or I had an early meeting this morning. All lies. Oh, do you just pretend you've already been there? Yep. Do you not turn off your computer so that it looks like you've been there well, since 6am? Well, we're agile, right? So no one really knows where anybody is. What does agile mean? In like inverted you're... commas, agile means that there aren't enough desks for for staff, you know, like they've done that deliberately. But hang on, you work in a bank. Surely they can count how many people need how many desks. <laughs> they can't. Don't you know banks can't count? <laughs> so you can work, you know, we've got multiple sites and you can, you're can. you also encouraged to work from home. So it's really hard to know where people are and it's really easy to swan in and to say, oh, hi, morning, I've been at blah, blah for a meeting. Oh, that's good. I know. I say it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Probably too much. Oh, I hope another mum doesn't come in with a pram. I, need, I feel like I need a mechanical engineering degree just to get this pram into the bus. I totally agree. The first time I did that was the most nerve-wracking experience of my life. Like, no one really helps you, though, either, oh. do they? Oh, no. My first time, the whole bus was yelling at me because I couldn't figure out which way the pram was meant to go. The bus driver was yelling at me going, no, no it's got to be the other way. And I'm like, there's... It's a pram. It can go 360 degrees. I know. <laughs> I know, but how's, how are you trying to get, like, wheels, prams, bags, a kid, you get it the right way, plug it in, and then put that big seatbelt thing around it? Oh. I didn't know you even had to do I that. I didn't know there was a seatbelt. Oh, yeah. There is, actually. You must be catching the special bus. <laughs> Probably. The bendy bus. But, you know, I do have to warn you, Freddie does get motion sickness on everything. Oh, like, even on a swing. Thing. Well, poor me. Yeah, poor you. Remember that flight that we took last year? Did I tell you? He vomited two hours out from our destination. All over you. All over me. Hardly on him. He, of course, had the spare change of clothes. I didn't. (laughs) Yes. Well, you know what? You need to take a change of clothes and you carry on. Well, thanks, Mum. There's the hot tip. Thanks, Mum. There's the hot tip. I know that. I've learnt that lesson as well. don't you hate when people just look at you like, oh, thanks very much, you know? Like we've ruined their plane journey. Yeah, well, we have. I like, mean, to be fair, Yeah. I mean, I even do it and I've got kids. I'm like, oh, more people with kids. This is a nightmare. I know. They should have a special zone on a plane where you've got all the kids, but then around them you put, like, Buddhist nuns or priests. <laughs> well, actually, probably not priests. That's not good anymore. <laughs> not the priests. No. no, thanks. Not unless they're in handcuffs. But, you know, special zone and reduced seats. So you know how you can, like, pay more for legroom. Pay less sitting next to a child that may or may not vomit. A very good idea, like an like an in-air, in-flight crèche. Yeah, because you don't get paid any money right as a childcare worker. <laughs> what you could get is like massively discounted plane trips. It's a good idea. I actually don't know why people take kids on holidays, though. Every time we've done it, I've thought, what the fuck am I doing? 
all I'm doing is taking this little person, these little people, away from their house and I have to do all the same stuff when I get to my destination, wherever that may be, without all the stuff I need. I know. My What's brother, the point? My brother calls it um, foreign childcare where you're the worker. He <laughs> yes. hates it. It's so true. And Nick and I always have a fight about there's so much pressure around the holiday has to be perfect, doesn't it? Because you've planned, saved, you know, made it this big thing in your head. And we, for some reason, always go to sunny destinations and it's not sunny when we get there. Yeah. You know, like we went to this place once in Fiji. Everyone goes to bloody Fiji, don't they? My God, it's so boring. I'm so embarrassed <laughs> that I even went to Fiji. And so anyway, we're in Fiji. The food is shit, blah, blah, blah. And it's rained basically every day. But that didn't matter to him because he could still have a little sleep. He could still read his book. But here I am. I mean, he was helping me. I'm not saying he doesn't help me. Don't get me no, wrong. No, he's a good one. He's a really good one. But in holiday situation, it, who is the holiday for? Yeah, I don't know. What is the point? Like, you're just hemorrhaging money in a different place, mm. like I said like I said before, without all your stuff. I know. It's a nightmare. We should just stay home and whinge. <laughs> I hated it, actually. I mean, I sound so ungrateful, don't I? And when we were coming back, so we had... We got a cheap flight, you know, one time that we took the kids away. And so we had to change flights, you know, and it was just awful. And we were having an argument in the line going through customs. And uh, and I rolled my eyes at Mick or something and he said, you roll your eyes at me one more time, I swear, Hen, I'm just so over it. And we get to the front of the line and the woman said, do you have anything to declare? And Mick goes, yeah, I'm fucking tired and she's a bitch. <laughs> And I had sworn to myself secretly I would not talk to him for like at least two days, but I just could not stop laughing. And this woman didn't even, like she had zero reaction. Wow. I wonder if a lot of people say that. Yeah, maybe he's on the blacklist now. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is too funny to fly out. You heard my mum's story about a friend who had to sit next to the corpse. Shut up. Yes. What? Full flight, Christmas time. Full flight. The person died next to them. They were in business class. They could not move the body. Do not. So, yes. So they had to sit there with a dead person <laughs> next to them. I bet people on my flight wish they were dead. <laughs> so what? Ha- so how did they die? I don't know. I don't know. Probably choked on peanuts or something. But they just, they didn't, they couldn't put them anywhere. Like apparently on Singapore Airlines, they had this plane that had like a corpse cupboard. God, people die frequently on Singapore <laughs> Airlines flights, do they? <laughs> I have no, never. they don't. But I just, they're very organised. They're very neat. They are very prepared. Yeah. I have never ever cupboard heard of orchids, that. Cupboard for orchids. Cupboard for corpses. <laughs> Has anybody, yeah, can you make sure that corpse cupboard is clear? This is going to be a long flight. I've never heard of that. Is that really true? Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It happened to my mum's friend, definitely. I suppose people could die in the air. I mean, what's stopping you? And don't they shit themselves when they die? Don't people, like, excrete their bodily fluids when they die? Well, I don't know. I haven't died. I don't know. <laughs> do they? I'm sure they do. I mean, I've watched a lot of, like, CSI and stuff. I mean, I'm, I think that's what happens. Oh, you'd want to get a refund imagine paying all that money for a business class seat and you're sitting next to a corpse. Well, at least I wouldn't annoy you and talk to you. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> that's so true. How was your flight? Perfect. <laughs> the, the stiff next to me didn't say a word. <laughs> 
It'd be better though than having a baby. Right, so board. when you choose your flight, when you choose your seat next time, maybe you could say when we check in, say, I want to sit next to the person most likely to die on this flight. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hook me up? <laughs> I did hear if you have a baby on a plane that the airline pays for their education because then <laughs> isn't that true who did you hear that from oh, I don't know but I've always thought it to be true because the baby isn't really born in any particular country what so that means that it's an international citizen so it yes. gets it's education played by Qatar Air <laughs> or Air Qatar whatever it's called yeah I mean it does sound a bit ridiculous now I'm saying it out loud but that's I've always thought that. That is not true. But that I mean, it cannot be true. I mean, school fees are expensive, right? So maybe, <laughs> maybe people should be trying to have their kids in the air. But I don't think they even let you fly. Maybe that's why. Yes, that's why. <laughs> right. That is why they don't let you fly when you're like eight months pregnant in case you just slip one out. Could you imagine saying to people, how was your flight? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Someone gave birth, someone died. Um, <laughs> Nothing about the food or the movies. I don't understand how you and I even leave the house. (laughs) I barely do. And when I do, I regret it. And I'm late. So, you know how I'm always talking to you about information overload and how I'm just so overwhelmed by emails, letters home from school, you know, yeah, social media. Yeah, a lot like, of information oh that comes. God. And in your life in general, right, don't you think it's just too much? I almost am just want to vomit every time I get a letter because I know it's an instruction of some kind. And I've also invested in a family calendar, right, just to keep me (laughs) sort of on track with everything that goes on with the kids. So I had this really awful experience last week where I was running late to take the kids to school, obviously running late. And as we're driving up to the school, I was looking at all these kids, but nobody was in school uniform. Oh, no. I know. And you know what? The realisation was like when you're in a dream and you're you're the only one that's nude. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt. It just came over me like this absolute fear. And as I was getting them out of the car, it was becoming, you know, I was realising it more and more that, oh, my God, it's Mufti Day. Oh, no. What colour was everyone? Oh, they were just in normal clothes. No, it's for... You know what makes this worse, Bex? It was for a charity. It was a charity day. So you look like you didn't support the charity. Yep. You're like, oh, no, I'm not going to pay for that. Yes. I don't care if children have disabilities. Yep, that's right. So they were all in blue, right? All these kids oh, were dressed no. in blue. So I rang one of the mothers quickly and I said, tell me today is not Mufti Day. And she said, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. I hung up on her. I didn't even <laughs> answer her. And I said, kids, you've got to get back in the car. I am so sorry, Diggs. I didn't, I mean, I knew, but I totally forgot. And it's in the calendar. I didn't even look. What is the point of a fucking calendar if you don't even look at it? <laughs> really, really beating myself up. And Diggs goes, mom, what you have to do is just stop breathe and believe oh my god is he tony <laughs> robbins <laughs> they teach them this amazing bounce back stuff in kindy it's really good and it was a appropriate use of that because Hang i was on. breathe stop breathe and believe believe what that you're an idiot that it's gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> and he said to me oh don't worry mum. you're all in blue you got it half right Oh, that's so sweet. I know. You looked after yourself and ignored your child. Honestly, it was like a nightmare. 
It really was. I was my heart was racing. I had sweaty palms. Then I had to drive him home really quickly, and so I ran into the house and grabbed all his blue clothes, stripped him off in the front garden, chucked his clothes on the on the grass, his school uniform on the grass, and drove him back. And he was late. Obviously, the bell had rung by this stage. And when I walked him in, there were two other little kids in there in their school uniforms. So yeah, that how obviously, bad are their parents? I know, <laughs> and their parents don't even know yet. Oh, yeah. They might not have even known, but I wanted to go home and get them some blue clothes. In fact, I should have done that. (laughs) I felt so, so dumb, honestly. It was like, you know, have you ever had those dreams where you're nude? Yeah, 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 but usually they end well. But we just had this, (laughs) just to make you feel better, okay, on the weekend, we turned up to one of Freddie's, there's got an invitation to a kid's party. We'd never heard of this child, Helena. Never heard of her. Yeah. But yeah. Helena's turning three, so we've got to turn up. This right? is a daycare thing. Yeah. Mm. Just in childcare. Some random child, very sweet. They've invited everyone, clearly, because we've never heard of this uh, child. Why do they do that? Well, we, I don't know, because they're just having one-ups. I don't know. But they, um, we lost the invitation, but... And is like, no, no, it's it's today, it's today. We're going and, you know, their house is here. I remember it because it's quite an unusual street and, you know. So we were like, fine, and we all go. So we've, I've got... Um, all four of you. Yeah, Tilly with us. We're all there. Anyway, we knock on this door and this woman answers and she's in her tracksuit pants and uggies and she's just looking at us and we're looking at her. I'm looking at On going, who the hell is this? And she's looking at the woman and Freddie's got a present and goes, happy birthday. And the woman goes, oh, Helena's birthday's next weekend. Oh, no. No way. So we had that awkward moment where we were like, okay, so we want the earth to swallow us up and we want to die. (laughs) Where Freddie like bursts into tears because it's not a party. We're like, sorry, darling, the party's not till next weekend and we can't do next weekend. And, yeah, so we just backed away and they were like oh no you want to stay and we're like no we don't want to stay because we don't know who the fuck you are (laughs) and you know their baby's crying and Helen is probably screaming and so we were just backing away we're like we'll come back next week we're not going back at all next weekend I would have been like make some cupcakes honey this party's happening (laughs) I'm not coming back next week Yeah, you do make me feel slightly better, but only marginally because my embarrassing experience was in front of like an entire school. You only had some people you've never seen before. <laughs> and will never, never see, see again. again. <laughs> oh, look out the window. It's one of those cars with the DVDs built into the back of the headrest. I would never buy that. What do you think about that? I think they're crap. So do I. I want my kids to suffer like I suffered. Me too. You had to look out the window and either, you know, look for a yellow car and yell out bingo or something. Yeah, punch bug. Punch bug? Yeah, when you see a V-dub beetle. Oh. I mean, they're probably not around as much now. It's <laughs> showing my age. <laughs> uh, pinch each other when you see a Range Rover. Really? Yeah. Random acts of violence every time you see a car. You can't do that at the moment. They're everywhere, those cars. Yeah, I know. You'd end up bruised and battered. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that it's a good idea to have DVDs. You don't get a DVD on a bus. You don't get a DVD on a, on a, a train. Yeah, and why do you have to be constantly entertained or constantly watching something? Yeah, it's good to be bored. That's what I think. I mean, we're always bored. 
looking after our own kids. So boring. I can't watch anything while I'm driving. They shouldn't be able to either. (laughs) (laughs) We used to have big car fights, the three of us, all squashed in the back. And my brother would put his finger like, you know, half a centimetre from my skin and say, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. And corners, we used to play corners. Oh, yeah, we played corners. They were the good old days when Mm. not everyone, you know, you didn't have to have the child seats. (laughs) (laughs) There was no five-point harness then. Uh, I used to do the whole slap myself and then go, ow, and blame my brother. Because <laughs> yeah. they couldn't see, so yeah, that was the, way, the best way to get him in trouble. How did that go down? Yeah, good, because then he would punch me. And you know what? Our parents were probably thinking, God, if there was only a TV in the back, it'd be so much easier. <laughs> did you see that article on your Facebook feed about... Would your child know what to do in an emergency? Yes, I did. It's sickening, actually. What? The All the things that they've got to learn? My kids can't do that. I'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't rely on them. And also, I don't want to give them my phone pin code. Yeah, that's such a good point. Because <laughs> otherwise, they'll play those games. That's right. I didn't think of that because I taught Tilly my phone number, which is great. She's learnt it. She memorised it. And in fact, she loves reciting it so much that I'll turn up to the park. She'll go and find random strangers and tell them my telephone number, <laughs> along with all the rest of my life history, mind you. <laughs> but I have to keep saying, oh, sorry, she's just learnt the number in case of an emergency. But imagine if Freddie like, got on the phone. I know. They'd have to be like a 23-minute conversation about cats. And the emergency <laughs> operator would be like, is, is, yeah, is your mum okay? And be like, I like brown cats. <laughs> yes. I want to eat a cat. Yes. Do you have a cat? He does love cats. <laughs> he is obsessed <laughs> with cats. Yeah. Is your mother breathing? Yes. <laughs> Any signs of life? Maybe is she purring like a cat? No, <laughs> she's choking. It's like a, she's got a furball. Yeah, it, it would be awful. I mean, I would be dead too. We would both die. 100%. I would not survive that. You know those kids in emergency and everyone's like, oh, on the TV, and they're like, this is the bravest, smartest three-year-old? Yeah. Well, yeah, we'd be dead. You know the part that worries me the most is that they say, and the three-year-old did everything the emergency services professional told them to do. <laughs> <laughs> that is big alarm bells for me. <laughs> There is zero chance Poppy would do one thing that woman told her to do. She would say, now, the lady would say, now go and see if mummy's breathing. Poppy would say, no. (laughs) You do it. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, that would be one of the recordings that might be played at the emergency services Christmas party. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the joke reel of people who died. (laughs) Okay, I've got another idea. Are you oh, ready? Yeah, I was born ready for your ideas. <laughs> You're always ready. What about maternity swimwear? What about it? It's awful. Does it exist? Like breastfeeding swimmers? Who you know, wants so- to breastfeed in their swimmers? Well, I mean, have you never taken your baby to the beach? Oh, I don't know. We probably didn't leave the house for the first three months. Yeah, true. But don't you think that's a good idea? Swimmers that have, you know, like the breastfeeding boobs. Not a good idea. Isn't that just big girls' bikinis? Oh, yeah. I mean, I suppose you can just pull the bikini down, can't you? Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> what were you thinking? There would be a flap? Mm, I don't know. Maybe that they were, yeah, a flap or that they were li- super lined or, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that one's going to make you a lot of money. Maybe need to think it through a bit more. 
just a lot. I suppose you can just pull normal swimmers down and breastfeed, can't you? You can. <laughs> okay, back to the drawing board. I mean, I don't know why you'd take a small child, to the, like a baby, to the beach anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, true. But I mean, yeah, okay. They're just going to get sand in their nappy. I hear you, I hear you. It's awful. Oh, this is my stop. Oh, God, I hate getting these prams out of the bus almost as much as I hate getting them in. Oh, this is a nightmare. Don't worry. I'm sure someone will help you. Maybe even the bus driver might help you. (laughs) (laughs) Join Bex and Hen next time for Two Judgy Mums, a babyology podcast.